Okay, and welcome back to The Shrug. I know I've had to say this a couple times, but I'm back. Readier, readier? More ready. More ready than ever to do this podcast. I actually took some time off without really saying anything. So sorry. Because I was in the middle of doing my bachelor's as well as, you know, pandemic as a nurse. So I took some time off. However, now that I'm done with my bachelor's, I found that I have a little more time on my hands. Go figure. So I decided, Pancake, can you not? Can you not? He literally was so quiet for the last 30 minutes I've been in the house. And the minute I turn on this cat, so rude. I actually am back, not by, I'm going to say, considerable popular demand, but I did have quite a few people reach out to me and ask me why I stopped making the podcast. And... Uh, You know, I didn't really have a great answer, except for I didn't really have time. However, the podcast is one of my favorite things to do. I did, for a little while there, run a blog. I really enjoyed having my blog. However, it was one of the most expensive ways I could think of to vent my feelings post-breakup. So, (laughs) I figured I didn't really have anything else to be sad about anymore, and therefore... I don't write very well when I'm not sad. It's the darndest thing, really. I tend to bleed words and bleed feelings and bleed beautiful poetry when I'm sad. However, I haven't been sad like that in a while, so I haven't really had anything to write. I've been sad in other ways, but I'll get to that in a little bit. You know, the pandemic has been weighing on me as a nurse and just me as a human being in general but otherwise you know I wanted to come back I wanted to do this podcast I wanted to see if I still had something that I could offer to people out there who do listen to it so if you are one of those people who listens to me I just want to say from the bottom of you know my heart and my butt because my butt's bigger (laughs) than my heart (laughs) thank you thank you so much for listening to me I'm so I'm just so thankful that I can be able to have a medium where I can talk to people and hopefully make a difference in people's lives. Um, You know, today, I kind of just want to talk about the holiday season, what we have to expect coming up pandemic-wise. They just released information about a vaccine and what we're going to do from there. So, um, you know, we'll dive right in. I'm just going to say thanks again. Uh, You know, I'm hoping, I've got a couple of interviews in the works that I'm hoping I can bring new music to you and possibly some new like voices to you. Uh, I've got a close friend who actually asked me if they could do an interview on here. And these two people have some of the best voices, like studio voices I've ever heard. And so you're really going to enjoy that if that does end up happening, which I am very hopeful for. But... So on the horizon, what we see right now going on, COVID-19 is still in full force. We saw after Thanksgiving, everything kind of, you know, upticked again. You know, a lot of ICUs are past their capacity. You know, we're seeing a lot of places are starting to do the shutdown again. Uh, You know, it's going to be Biden's America here after this election. And he has promised 100 more days after his inauguration of masks. Masks are proven to work. Masks are a great idea. Um, You know, I think we need to find other means to continue this. But otherwise, I mean, masks do seem to be working. So continue to wear your mask. If you're wearing a reusable one, please, you know, wash it. Or don't. Just continue to get acne. You know, I'm really excited to be done with masks. 
simply because I kind of hate having the acne, but you know, <laughs> you know, if it's a cosmetic defect that's keeping me from not wearing a mask, I'm willing to do what's necessary for the social contract and wear the mask. Now, do I, I kind of wanted to go back, you know, maybe take a couple steps back. A lot of people think that the masks were meant to eradicate the disease. No, the whole idea of shutdowns and lockdowns and keeping our distance has not been to eradicate this particular disease. It's actually just to slow it down. See, our hospital systems aren't able to take care of every single person, right? So, especially if every person got sick, we don't have enough ICU beds for the people that require it. We don't even have enough med surge beds for the people who are also going to require that. And so, the idea was, let's slow down the infection by using masks, by constant hand hygiene, which I swear to God, please continue to wash your hands, even after this, um, and also social distancing. You know, it has worked so far. We are seeing that, obviously, you know, with the in people traveling more, especially over the holidays, it does uptick, which, you know, just goes to show that what we were doing was effective, because the minute we stop doing it, we get an increase in infection. So... Be that as it be, be that as it may, whatever you think, if you like or dislike, things are kind of sort of working. And if we continue to do them, hopefully eventually, this vaccine will come to be found out to be the godsend we've been waiting for, and it's going to be the thing that helps us go on to live normal and healthy lives. Now, talking about the vaccine, we've got three different ones on the horizon. I know one, Pipser, Pipser, I can't say that word, but it starts with P, has a Z in there. Those ones. I believe those are the ones that have a 94% efficacy rate. Efficacy rate means that it works 94% of the time in the lab. Do we necessarily know how it's going to work in not in the lab? <laughs> we're not sure entirely, but we're hoping that it's going to show us about a 94 as well. I know there was one other one that had a 95% efficacy, and then there was another one that had anywhere from 59 to about 96% as well. So we've got a couple of options, you know, of vaccines. They've been, you know, by, you know, they kind of streamlined the process. So it's not that they cut out pieces, but they cut out were waiting times. And so they did all the testing, but, you know, it doesn't take as long as like what the measles did, which was the fast one to date, which was four years. The thing that really helped us was the fact that we were able to get the template for DNA. The Chinese were able to show us that. They ended up sharing it. So we created what is called an mRNA sequence, which is going to be just the opposite of the DNA sequence. You know, so if they have base pairs, base pairs is what a DNA sequence is made of. You know, you got T and C and A and D. And those are, I don't remember the exact compatibility one, right? But if you have a T and A, you're going to do whatever the opposite is for an RNA sequence, which is going to be the other side of the DNA. So, so... These mRNA sequenced virus things, right? So our vaccines, that's what it is, is an mRNA messenger vaccine, okay? So healthcare workers, aka such as me, are being offered it first. Am I going to be taking the vaccine since it's offered? The answer for me is no, because I take a very specific medication that does not require, that does not allow me to take certain meds and certain vaccines. So, that being said, do I recommend it? I've had people ask me. I say that you look at your own personal, what you believe, what you think, and you decide from there. For me, I can't take it, so I don't get an opinion.
to be honest, I don't get an opinion. I cannot take it. So, due to, again, to a medication that I take. So this is not going to, my opinion, my, what I'm saying is not me as a healthcare person telling you what you can and cannot do. I want you to do your own research. I want you to look at what you see. I want you to decide if this is right for you. Do I always recommend vaccines? I'm going to say the word yes, because the vaccines we do have are very helpful. We have eradicated polio. We have eradicated measles and mumps. We have, most of the time, take care of the flu if you to get the flu shot. So the idea behind all of that is, you know, get the vaccine, right? Uh, I understand people's hesitancies. I understand why people might be scared. Also, that was my port hitting the table. It's got beautiful legs. I understand why people might feel that way. And again, that's why I say talk to your healthcare provider, ask them their opinion on your health and if your health can handle it. My health, unfortunately, at this moment cannot. And so uh, I'm going to be exploring that further with my healthcare provider to see if there's any other options for me. Maybe we wait for another vaccine. However, at this point in time, I will not be able to get it. Um, we're going to, you know, they said that they're going to give them out to healthcare workers, they're going to give them out to other front lines, and then eventually it's going to be available for the general population in June of 2021. We'll see. Um, I definitely keep your eyes and ears open, everyone. Definitely do your research. Definitely talk to your healthcare provider. And when I say do your research, please look at things that are actually, like, rated, because you can't just look Google vaccine and then read some blog post. So you don't want to Google, you know, vaccine, read some blog post by somebody who doesn't really know what they're talking about and take their word for it. So make sure you're talking to somebody who knows what they're talking about. Make sure you research things that know what they're talking about, okay? This isn't rocket science. However, well, I mean, body science. Nonetheless, you still want to be careful and you want to make sure you don't make the wrong choice, right? Um, I have a lot of friends that I work with that are getting the vaccine, so I guess we'll find out what happens if that's what you're worried about. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, in the UK, I know that they started rolling it out, and apparently only two people have had uh, anaphylactic reactions, which wouldn't show in clinical trials, because we don't, in clinical trials, they don't tend to use people with underlying conditions. However, once you start giving them to adrenal population with underlying conditions, you're going to find issues. So, again, I want to make sure that I reiterate, I am not the professional that you should be taking advice from, the only advice that you should be taking from me and what I'm telling you is to go and talk to your doctor about if this is going to be a good thing for you or if you need to take it or if you should take it. It's, it's up to you. It's up to you and your doctor. Uh, like I said, I can't. I've got something going on. I can't. Unfortunate. I can't even really get flu shots. So it sucks, but, you know, I got to do what I got to do with my medication. And you do need to make sure that you're checking. If you're taking a lot of prescribed medications, make sure you're checking things like that. You have no many idea how many times you find out that somebody's not paying attention to the things that they put in their body. It's ridiculous to me. Anyways, moving on. I'm drinking this port. It's very delicious. Uh, Trader Joe's actually happens to have an amazing wine selection. So if you haven't gotten on that truck, yeah, for real, get on that train. Anyways, moving forward from COVID and the vaccine, I am going to suggest that during this winter period when we have flu mixed with COVID, that you pay extra special care to your health and you take care of yourself, which is why I'm going to start rolling into what I really wanted to talk about. And, um, you know, self-care <laughs> happens to be the new form of going out. And 
that means, you know, you got to practice really good sleep hygiene, which if you don't, you definitely should get on top of that. I've been recently like really into my sleep habits and how they like work for me and how they don't. And I actually started wearing this band called a whoop band. It's this membership to this app that gives you all this like raw data on yourself. So this whoop band you wear all the time. You know, you can wear it in the water, you can wear it when you sleep. And it tells you, like, gives you advice on what it has calibrated to the first four days. I'm still only in day two of four. So far, though, it's been able to tell when I'm doing or exerting myself in activity. Like today, I played tennis for about two and a half hours. It was able to track that. It said, hey, you played, it looks like you played tennis from this time to this time. Do you want to mark that as an activity? You go, yeah. It says, okay, when you mark when you go to sleep. It also knows when you go to sleep. It knows when you lay down and go to sleep. It'll mark... Uh, how long you were in REM, how long you took you to fall asleep, how many times you woke up, and uh, it'll tell you recovery. It'll touch you, tell you your heart rate variability, which is HRV. And, uh, you know, one of the only main reasons I actually ended up doing this was because my boyfriend had it. And so he would tell me, he'd wake up every day and tell me what his recovery is, and that's the new thing. I don't ask him, how'd you sleep? I say, hey, what was your recovery percentage? <laughs> and so now I'm only doing it because I want to do better than him. I can't do better than him in much of anything, but I will do better than him in sleeping. God damn it. I will have the data to suggest it. Pancake again. So, I've been really into, like, what I can do to make myself sleep better, how I can sleep better, how I can help my child sleep better. Because if you have sleep, good sleep habits, you're going to do much better in most everything. But I definitely recommend, if, you don't, if you've never heard of Whoop, you should look it up. If you want to get a free month of it, let me know. I can send you, like my referral thing from my app. No, I am not. Uh, what is it? Sponsored by these guys. I wish I was. How amazing would that be? But it's a really cool thing. I'm actually really enjoying it. Me and my boyfriend and my one of my boyfriend's best friends do it. And I haven't really compared with the best friend yet, but I will. Um, you know, speaking about a boyfriend, I know a lot of you have been with me since the beginning. So I'm here to say that I actually I'm not dating the guy from Tinder anymore. We actually kind of fizzled out. It was a mercy kill. I don't know if anyone ended up going on my blog during that time, but, you know, I wrote all about it, how, you know, we just were going separate ways. You know, it kind of hurt. It was a blow to the ego, but, you know, that kind of stuff happens, and it was fine. During that time, though, during the breakup, around the breakup time, I uh, had reached out to an old friend who I actually had kind of sort of dated in high school, and I say kind of sort of because we dated for, like, what, a week? He says two weeks. I don't know if that's true. I don't remember. But we didn't date very long in high school. And so I reached out to him because he, he teaches tennis. And so I wanted to relearn how to play tennis. And we ended up hanging out a lot. Um, and I wasn't really looking to date. I had been going out on dates with people from like Hinge and Facebook dating, which, oh my God. Facebook dating is a whole nother animal, y'all. I even tried Christian singles and that was also crazy. However, you know, in the end, my friend who was with me through all of that, he was, you know, he's a great friend. He, dare I say, best friend. He became a really close friend really quickly over the course of a couple months. And eventually it kind of just led to us, you know, realizing we wanted to date. And so we started dating. And we've been dating for a while now-ish. I guess four months is a while. And it's been going really well. Anybody who's sitting here listening to this and you're in a really crappy relationship, and you don't know if it's ever going to get better, I'm here to tell you that it does get better. And that that crap that you're putting up with, you don't have to. There is someone out there that is going to be like your best friend who also wants to fuck you all the time. 
So I'm just I'm just telling you, I'm not telling you what to do, but I am saying like, hey, maybe you don't have to put up with the shit that you think you're having to put up with. I don't know, just the thought. So, you know, this is the year of self-care, right? Drop that toxic piece of shit, get some fucking sleep, wash your face. Boom. Look at us, making gains here at the end of 2020. So I know 2020 has been really hard on people, and I understand that. It's been hard on me in different ways, and it's been hard on other people in other ways. You know, I've been very fortunate that I've had a job that is going to stay a job the whole time. Other people aren't so fortunate, and it makes me so sad, and I wish there was something else I could do. I try to donate as much as possible. I try to buy food, extra food when I can. And I try not to be an extravagant person at most times. Um, and that's actually what led me to my holiday. My holiday is actually going to be a very low-key. You know, I've got a three-year-old. And I actually, you know, I don't even have a, have a tree this year. I ended up buying her a felt tree to play with. Because trees are just big, and I've got this one-bedroom apartment, and trees are a big deal, and I just didn't want to do it. I don't want to spend the money on it, to be honest with you. I don't really have the extra money because I'm trying to pay off a lot of debt. You know, I'm trying to pay off my car, I'm trying to pay off some student loans, and I'm trying to pay off, you know, all sorts of things. So, I was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that she still has the holiday experience. But even though we don't have a tree, she's going to have her felt tree. You know, that the cat and her can't destroy, that they can do whatever they want to. That's ten bucks. We're going to build a gingerbread house. We'll make decorations and we'll take them to our friend's house and we'll put them up. We'll make our own decorations. Whatever. And she still makes ornaments and stuff. But it was funny. My dad was like, no, Jazz, you got to do the pageantry. And I don't care for the fucking pageantry of Christmas. Christmas is not about pageantry. It's about realizing that you're so fucking lucky and blessed to have all these people that love you around. You don't need things. And so... Traditionally, my birthday has been around, traditionally, annually, my birthday is uh, around Christmas time. And, you know, a lot of times people used to combine that gift and it would make me so angry. Like, hey, I've got a separate birthday. This year, I'm actually struggling to find things that I want. And now, I know some people might hear this and they might go, wow, you must be so privileged to not want and or need anything. You're right, but I worked my ass off to get to this point. It's not privilege. This was hard work. That got me here. You know, I'm divorced. I had to put myself through school. I paid for that. I've got a child. Like, I worked hard to get to this point. Now, is it borderline privileged? Yes. It's definitely borderline privileged because I'm in a very good spot. However, I do my part to make sure that I don't forget where I've come from and where I had to start. And that's why, like I said, this year, I don't really want much. In fact, people ask me, like, what do you want? And I go, you know what, just donate to somewhere. You know, I really like charity water. Um, you know, they help bring water to third world countries and stuff. There's also ones here in my own, you know, state, in my own community that I really like. Meals on Wheels. They do a great job of making people, making sure people stay fed during the holiday season as well as during the, just the normal day. Uh, you know, I'd really like to see, like, a Meals on Wheels, but for, like, school-age children. To make sure that children that aren't in school, or if we go into a lockdown again and kids go back online or something, they just still have opportunities to get food. So, you know, again, I just kind of want people to kind of look into their hearts. We are a consumer society. We do run on this basis of consumerism, which is great. You know, I love, I love it. I love capitalism. I'm a huge capitalist. I believe in it so heartedly. However, I think as a consumer, as somebody who doesn't produce something right now, you know, you've got to look at it and go, okay, how much do I actually need to consume? You don't need a new, you don't need 17 new toys for your kids. 
You just need a couple. They don't need everything under the sun, and most of the time they probably just want a new iPad upgrade. <laughs> you know? All our kids have iPads now. Mine does not. She does at her dad's house, not at my house. However, you know, kids don't need a lot. And we keep thinking that we have to buy a bunch of presents to make it a good Christmas. It doesn't have to be a bunch of presents, and that's kind of my point. It doesn't have to be pageantry. It doesn't have to be a bunch of presents. It can just be, hey, I want to show you the true meaning. I want us to all sit around, tell each other stories, and talk to each other without the phones on. We're going to have a human Christmas. <laughs> but, I don't know, and that's kind of what I want to make sure that I give to my child. And now... Like I said, I'm very blessed to be in this situation. I worked really hard, borderline privilege. I want to make sure that other kids are able to get this Christmas, you know? So me and my kid, every year, we like to get an angel and make sure that we buy that kid toys and stuff and clothes and stuff. And I just, I want to make sure that everyone ever gets everything they need. I want people to have what they need. I have more than enough of my needs met. I just want to give everyone that. And I don't really have anything I want, you know. I do want a soda stream. My dad said he'd get that for me for graduation. So I'm pretty much set. I'm actually really struggling to find things that I want. So I say, no, I'm good. In fact, you know, I don't think we need to continue to buy each other things because most people around this time of year are going to go into debt trying to buy things for everybody. You don't have to do that. On top of that, they're still paying off debts from last year's holiday. That shouldn't be a thing either. We shouldn't be doing that. That is completely ludicrous. Do not live outside your means. I've talked about this before. I'm going to say it to the day I die. Minimalism is where it's at. You don't need a ton of stuff. See, all of a sudden I got out of this crazy relationship and then bounced around to different dates, different people. Then all of a sudden I found exactly what I needed in a guy and I was like, wow, I didn't have to do all of this. It's kind of like me buying a bunch of stuff. At one point I spent $500 at Michael Kors I couldn't afford it, by the way, and I thought it was going to make me happy, and it didn't. You're so little that you need to make you happy. I just needed somebody who was my friend. I just need a good bottle of wine, <laughs> and I'm going to be happy, you know? I need to get enough sleep, and I'll be happy. It's the things that are free that are going to make you the happiest. And so, I mean, I mean, wine isn't free, I guess, depending on how fast you can run. I'm just kidding. But... I mean, it's not, it's not rocket science. And I just, I kind of wanted to make sure that I brought that to people's attention, that if this year you feel like you can't do it because you can't spend all the money that you normally do, then don't. There are no rules anymore. It's kind of like what I tell my, you know, my ex-sister-in-law, who I just call my sister-in-law. I tell her all the time, she always worries that she's not a good mom and that she's not doing a good job. Okay, one, if you think about it, you're probably a fucking great mom. Two, there are no fucking rules anymore, okay? It, there stopped being rules in March. Except for wear a mask and social distance and wash your hands. But that's always been a rule, so I don't know why people had to be reminded to wash their hands. There are no rules. You do what you got to do to get by and hopefully thrive. But for the love of God, don't think that spending your money equates to who you are as a human being. Because it does not. The amount of money does not make you good or better than anybody else. It's what you do with the time you have here. Okay? So your time is worth more than any dollar amount thing. So if all you can do for your friends, for your family, is just fucking show up, then show up 110% and be there. Ask questions about their life. Talk to them like they're a human being. And don't give a shit that you couldn't buy them a limited edition, auto deluxe, 
iPad thing or that ceramic mug they were looking at. You don't have to. You don't have to be the person that buys everybody everything. And, not, and you don't have to be the person who receives everything. I'm so awkward about receiving things. My birthday is on the 14th, okay? <laughs> December 14th is my birthday. And I've had awful shit birthdays for so long that I finally decided I'm just not having birthdays. I don't need it. I don't need to celebrate me. We can just celebrate me every other day. <laughs> but it really comes down to there's nothing I want. There's nothing people can do party-wise to show me that I'm important. I want to feel that way all the time. I don't want it to just be one day. It's kind of like why people hate Valentine's Day. I actually love Valentine's Day. I'm always going to pretend I hate it. I actually love the idea of Valentine's Day. I think it's so cute. The point is, birthdays, I don't need one day for people to go, I'm going to celebrate you. I don't want it. I want you to be awesome to me all the time. I want you to be nice to me all the time. I want you to, I want you to appreciate me all the time. I don't need you to tell me, yay, you're 25. Congrats. You made it. I'd be like, good. What, what did I make it to? The onset of depression? Thank you. You know, like, it's not, we don't need to celebrate me anymore. I don't care. My, I don't know, I said a lot of stuff, but my main point was, you know, you don't need a lot of stuff. You don't want to ask for people for a lot of things. You don't have to give a lot of things. Just be a good fucking person. Just be a genuine person. Maybe ask fucking questions of people. You know, I find, I find in a lot of conversations that, yes, I do talk about basically what I experience a lot, but it's because people don't really have anything to offer. So I try to offer something. But the way to get people to offer you things is to ask questions. Genuine questions. Not just, how are you? Nice weather we're having today. No. Like, hey, you know what? What do you, what do, you do for work? Okay, cool. Do, is that what you're passionate about? Is that what you would do if, you know, you didn't have to worry about money? And, you know, I asked somebody that the other day. They said if I genuinely didn't have to worry about money, I'd conquer, the, conquer a nation. I was like, you know what? It's odd, but, you know, it's very interesting to learn about you. <laughs> you know? So, you just... I don't know. I really missed talking to myself on this microphone, y'all. That's why I've been rambling. Um, yeah, so I'm going to get back to you guys hopefully next week. I'll let you know if maybe this interview ends up working out. I hope that I just really helped in this moment because I don't have a lot of money to spend. I, you know, I'm trying to save money so that me and my kid can eventually go on trips or eventually buy a house. So I've been trying to save money, and so I don't have money to buy people things. And I don't necessarily want to. We all have so much stuff. Like, why do we need more? Like, unless there's something you really, really, really want. Like, and I can help you get it. Like, yeah, okay, but I'd rather donate my money at that time, you know? Anyways, you don't have to buy people a bunch of stuff. Just be present. Just show up. Be there for people. Be nice. Ask them how they're doing. Maybe just genuinely ask them, are you okay? I know this pandemic is hard. Ask them if there's anything you can do for them. You know, my sister-in-law really likes it when I take out her trash. You know, her husband just doesn't like doing it, so he just doesn't. And so, that's her one complaint all the time. She says, you know, I, I stay home all day with the kids. He walks in, he cracks open a beer, and he puts the something on top of the trash, and the trash is full. And he doesn't take it out, and he doesn't roll the trash cans back up. So every time I'm there, which is like once a week, I try to make sure that's what I do. Because she specifically said that. Acts of service. That is something that she specifically wanted done. I can do that. That takes like four minutes. Tops four minutes. You know, you gotta find little inkling things like that. Like today, I asked my boyfriend if he had anything planned for my birthday. 
blank, typical boy fashion. He says, you didn't want anything. And I was like, you're right, but can you at least like write me something? He was like, oh no, I was going to do that. And I was like, okay, well, good. I'm just making sure that you didn't have to read my mind. <laughs> Anyways, I am going to go now. It's been like 30 minutes of me talking to myself and rambling, but I hope you guys have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much for being here. Please like subscribe or whatever the fuck you do here on SoundCloud or iTunes and tell all your friends to listen to me too and tell me what you think and uh, let me know are you going to get the vaccine if or not do you need more information do you want more information um I'm interested to know maybe what do you want for Christmas do you have anything you want for Christmas and I swear to god if some says world peace I might actually shit a brick and you know finally you know, I just hope that you guys are having a fun time. Like, at least, I know quarantine's been a little boring, but at least I hope you're getting to know each other a little bit better in quarantine. Spin Jazz, you're uh, your host here on The Shrug. Remember to uh, shrug it off, my friends.